The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. I'm Jack Newman. I'm Ben Howard. And I'm Peter Dancy. And welcome to the movie. Sorry, I forgot cast so What podcast is this? <laughs> Sorry. What day is it? Honestly, no. no. Uh, welcome. I mean, honestly, welcome to no. the Movie Gang podcast. Yeah, it could, it could be any day. It could be any time. You don't know. Is this even Jack Newman or am I wearing a mask? Ha! Life Mission Impossible decoy. reference. <laughs> uh, I really need to. I really need to workshop my intro jokes before I bring them to the table because I had. <laughs> I've had that one. I've been really working on one all day and just ended up with nothing. You know, like right. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if you guys couldn't guess, today we're going to be reviewing Mission Impossible Fallout, which is, I think, it's no, no this is this is not, uh, so, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six? six. Yeah, this is Mission Impossible six. six. Yeah, so, yeah, but yes, they don't call the, it that uh, anymore. Cause... And the second Tom Cruise adaptation of a Bethesda game, because he also did Oblivion. Oh, sweet, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Soon so, it'll be uh, uh, Mission Impossible Skyrim. Ooh, ooh, that'll be fun. And then, and then, and then they'll release it eight times. <laughs> right? And they'll release a terrible online version that's awful. So, uh, <laughs> Has anyone ever played that, out of curiosity? Uh, I haven't, but I, I I, also can't say I know many people who do. Most of the friends, m- most, most of my friends who, pl- who play like an online game of, uh, an, an online game like that are probably already playing WoW or they're playing League of Legends or Heroes of the Storm. So that kind of stuff. I, a, I don't. I don't know anyone who's playing Elder Scrolls online. Yeah, I had a yeah. uh, experience where I met someone online, and it was like the first time where I was like, I met a, someone on like a movie chat, and we were like, oh, we live in the same city, we should meet up. And then we just went. I went to his house and smoked weed, and we. I watched him play the game, and it was very awkward. And then I left an hour later. Um, but then we later hung out later and had a much better time. But I only always associate Elder Scrolls online Dude, with uh, okay, one of my more awkward on the uh, internet moments meeting people on the internet and then meeting them for real life like one of the things is like we've had a relationship with the oda bros forever and it was one of those things where they were like oh yeah we should meet up at otakon and i and i and i love ed i love ed to death he's done maybe like more than 20 plus podcasts with me and i'm like very familiar with him as a person but i've never met him in person and i have like a really big fear of meeting him in person i'll talk to him every week of my life so i don't know I don't know. I, I, I if he ever hears this, he'll think it's fucking hilarious. But at the same time, that uh, internet meeting people, man, I, I'm really glad I grew up before Tinder. I would not have been able to hack it. <laughs> like I, I just, I just know that that I, that would have been bad for me. <laughs> like it would have been a bad time. <laughs> like I would, I would have been a fucking nut job. Anyways, moving on to the actual thing we got here to do. Uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Ethan Hunt and the IMF team join forces with CIA assassin August Walker to prevent a disaster of epic proportions. Arms dealer John Lark and a group of terrorists known as the Apostles. God, I hate that name. Plan to use three plutonium cores for a simultaneous nuclear attack on the Vatican, Jerusalem, and Mecca, Saudi Arabia. (laughs) Why is it why is it the Vatican, Jerusalem, and Mecca, Saudi Arabia? Sorry. <laughs> when the universal. Goes, 
Yeah, uh, yeah. When the weapon go miss, when the weapons go missing, Ethan and his crew find themselves in a desperate race against time to prevent them from falling into the wrong hands. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Let's start off, uh, Peter. What would you think of Mission Impossible Fallout? Oh, I didn't think I was going to be first. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, this was a this was a fun a fun a fun ride for me. Uh, granted, it was longer than i thought it would be like it wasn't until i was out of the movie that i I was like what was the runtime i was like oh two and a half hours i did not expect that i they probably could have shaved off like 15 minutes but 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 it it was it was a it was a fun ride it was it was nice to see different people different different people different characters coming back and and where and where it happened and why it happened and then and so I don't know. I don't know. It was it was it was a it was a fun it was a fun time. All but uh, but also Henry Cavill, his role was like it was like Superman trying to be a dick rather than him playing Walker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I think it's it's fun. I, they finally pulled the trigger on like what I would like to call like you know doing. It's funny for me to sometimes recognize that this is like essentially what always happens in superhero movies, but just doing it for Ethan Hunt now. And that like a lot of like origin story superhero movies, like the villain is inherently a mirror of the hero, and it's weird to, right. for them to be doing that for the first time in the Mission Impossible series. And I got weird, like, superhero movie flashes yeah. while watching this a little bit. Um, I like this movie. I, ben, let's ground out and see what, what what did you think. Is there anyone on the cast that's an out-and-out hate of this one? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I uh, I I rewatched the whole series before. Um, oh, the whole I series? I saw this film. Yes, I rewatched the whole... Not the whole TV show, just to be clear, the whole well, film okay, series. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, Though I did just get the series on Netflix because I'm starting to wonder if I just would love that kind of old school 1960s because that show is apparently just like if you love the mask reveals in these movies, which I very much do. Apparently, that's all yeah. the TV show was was just <laughs> like yeah, which is yeah. always like aha, I was George Takei all along um, or whatever you know. I, <laughs> I was actually was happy to see a return to like the mask being more important in this one. Like they've like they use the mask. I feel like Rogue Nation, like there was one silly mask. Yeah, four they purposefully like their machines didn't work. That was like the big like gimmick of four was that all their stuff yeah. was broken and then five, yeah, it was more just a classic kind of Bondian spy film, which is why five is actually uh, my favorite upon rewatching it. Um what I really like about the series and what I've always liked about it is um that each one had a different director up until this point. Each one had a different director, and each director kind of put their own stamp on it. So the second film is, so yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I upon rewatching it, what I like is like that each one is an auteur-driven film. The second one is very much a John Woo movie. The first one's very much a Brian De Palma movie. And so I was a little disappointed that Christopher McQuarrie directed Rogue Nation was coming back. Uh, and in watching this movie, I was like, this doesn't feel like Christopher McQuarrie because what I liked about Five is. McCory, you know, wrote the usual suspects. So he's very famous for like these kind of twisty, turny things that all kind of pay off in this beautiful way. Right, there's right. a lot of great mirroring, and 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 there's a, a fabulous sequence in Rogue Nation, the opera sequence, which is just this amazing technical mastery of spatial and editing. And I would totally teach it in film class. It's just a wonderfully shot and composed sequence. And there wasn't anything like that. And I realized, oh. The auteur of this one is Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise yeah, is yeah. Uh, completely lost his mind 
And Chris McCory is there just to document the the last will and testament of a madman. <laughs> uh, yeah. th- I, this I want to also say, unfortunately for Chris McCory, he's I only mean, ever done he's only ever done Tom Cruise movies. He's only ever directed Tom Cruise. Uh, no, he, he directed a movie called Way of the Gun, which uh, was oh one Way of the Gun. Sorry, movie. sorry, you're right. Yeah, which is a great film, and then uh, but was a huge bomb, and and then you're right. Then Tom Cruise kind of like. Jack Reacher, Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation, and now this one. Those are his four films. Mm-hmm. Yes, and he also wrote, or at least did a pass on Edge of Tomorrow. So he's like, he's Tom Cruise's right. guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, um, yeah. So this one isn't a McCory film. This is a Tom Cruise because this is stunt the movie. Like every possible kind of stunt is here. There's motorcycle chases and car chases and bathroom brawls and climbing and hanging and hanging while a helicopter is hanging while climbing while fighting it's just like there is so much packed into this two and a half hour movie that it doesn't feel like a two and a half hour movie now i think ultimately i kind of just prefer the smoothness of the previous film more it's that kind of globe trotty bondian very elegant kind of movie that i love but uh this film is just a visual pleasure it's just a visual experiential pleasure uh, but uh, don't go in expecting kind of that kind of elegance or or a plot that makes any goddamn sense whatsoever. It's just like it's just an excuse to get Tom Cruise hanging on stuff. And if that's what you love, you're gonna love it because that's he what was, it is. He, he was hanging from a yeah. lot of stuff. I, I I have to admit, I I like I probably I don't know. I agree with you. I think I agree with you entirely, Ben. But at the same time, I think that may be why I like this one better than Rogue Nation because I have a different expectation for Mission Impossible. And I have a different, I guess, and that's the other thing too. Like my avowed favorite Mission Impossible is Mission Impossible Two, which I understand. Like I never really loved. I know, I know, <laughs> it's fine. It's just I love John Woo, and and, and that's, that's maybe my. Yeah, it's it's also maybe my thing that like I kind of always imagine this is just like this secondary non-Bond action movie that tries to push the envelope of the quote-unquote action scene. And so going into this, like I was very excited because I wanted that because I had to go fucking watch Mamma Mia this weekend, <laughs> which mm. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put it down now. Jack's worst movie of the year, worst movie of the year. Wow, um, it, it's 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 insane. It's it's really insane. Like they are really stretching the situations that you can make out of ABBA song titles. Like it's really it's really stretching it, man. Like they, like there is a whole build. There's a whole characters introduced just to justify certain songs, and you're just sitting there going, "God damn!" Like, yeah, the uh, and even the across the universe problem where they're like, "Hi, I'm Prudence." You're like, "When are you going to start doing Prudence?" How long is it going to take? Right. No, it's exactly so right. You, like a guy named Fernando shows up and you're like, God damn it. Sherry's going to sing this long? song, isn't she? <laughs> yeah. Like you're like, of, I know it's coming. Have you heard of Bastards. Waterloo? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that, that's actually, that's, I don't want to get into a review of that movie. Like that, that, that movie is now my all time, like is a zero like movie. Oof. I think wow. we'll, wow, we'll see that, if it comes that. back to, I almost want to review it just to sit down with you guys because that's a movie that is so aggressive aggressively bad that it it's not even in parody okay wow that's interesting oh because yeah 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 and, and i would i would I use that I would movie as that a definition <laughs> i would use this movie as a definition of when things get so bad it it can't work as parody you know like 
it's 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 impressive. But anyways, um, so maybe I'm also just like liking this movie a little bit because you know it. I literally you know watched it like about a couple hours after I watched the worst movie of the year. Uh, so <laughs> I think at that point, also just like going in and just watching a bunch of stuff explode and Tom Cruise jump off stuff is is fun and it's fine. I agree with you though that like I liked the in like I liked I liked August Walker and Henry Cavill in this movie more than I should have. And I don't like him. I I really don't think I really have always thought Henry Cavill's kind of a bad actor, guys. Like I just no. There's nothing I've seen that I like. No, no I, really turn um, me around. I kind of agree with that because because uh, ben, ben, ben and I actually saw this movie um, to, to get together and um and 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 after, after after the film was over and we and we were just sitting there watching the credits, I, I turned to him and I was just like I was like okay, so here's my thought on Cavill, like and 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 as I like, and, and say if I'm right or wrong, I don't know. Is he just a bad actor or is he only good at playing Superman because Superman is such a Okay, well, Generic. I think he's the smuggest fucking Superman we've right. ever seen. Oh no, uh, oh no, yeah, but like, but like, I really, I, I, for so much of this film, I felt like I was just watching Superman on film just be a dick. Right, yeah, that's fair. Or well, try his best, to be a dick. Uh, performance, in my opinion, is Man from Uncle, where he's playing a very sarcastic, just right. And I think that works. Person. I think he needs to be typecast, and I think his role here works better for him personally. Because he's just being a dick bag, and I can totally see Henry Kimmel <laughs> being a giant dick bag. I was like, "Damn, no!" That he just walked on the set. He was born to be a bag of dicks. Like that's, oh, that's what bag. he is. The whole bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I, I, I it works for him. And just watching also his physicality versus Tom Cruise, and reminding me of how old Tom Cruise is in a weird sort of way. Yeah. Um, and sort of to that, so like, I funny that for. Even it was only a very short time, but that they contended that Alec Baldwin, <laughs> overweight, sixty-year-old Alec Baldwin, can like go hand to hand with Henry Cavill for even like two minutes. It was like, <laughs> just, just come on, they just did it. They just did it. I I loved it. I loved it so much. Absolutely, I loved it so much because like you just see Baldwin's face and he just looks sweaty and like freaked <laughs> out. Yeah, I imagine they did that. The scene. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> I just see them getting ready to shoot the scene, and it, like he gets up and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna take you, Henry Cavill," and he's just getting there and he's like really wide eyed, <laughs> like, "What the fuck's happening?" <laughs> I mean, it, um, it was cool when he pulled a gun, but then we just punched people. Like, all right, know your know your limits. <laughs> like it's like, can you just go back to being on Thirty Rock, please? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> feathery soft. That's yeah. Great. Like a... <laughs> I've had caresses that were less soft than your fist. Same when uh, fucking Rebecca Ferguson is fighting uh, Sean Harris. It's like, oh, come on. <laughs> Sean Harris is like in his 50s. He's got a big beard. You can't beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I actually thought Rebecca Ferguson is actually in her own way in these movies. I actually like her a lot in these movies I because especially like her knife fight in Rogue Nation Fabulous. is one of my is, is a great on-screen knife fight and also it makes her terrifying in her own way which I I like it when you know people achieve like you know cuz women can be totally fucking terrifying, you know, no, not saying it. I'm saying I like it when it's represented on screen as women being terrifying, right. you know? Yeah, and someone pointed out a really good thing. Where, there's a good article I read about, like, how in a lot of these female fights, they, they make it, like, unrealistic because, like, you know, 
generally the women are shorter and they're just not right. as big as the guys. And so, like in, the, in these movies, they do a good job of using her size uh, to her advantage. Like she's usually just quicker and right. gets that's, smaller parts and, that's and stuff. Like, she's not like flipping people and like you know, or she's using a rope, right. which is really awesome in this sequence. Like they always come up with really clever stuff for Rebecca Ferguson, which is very nice. Right. And and it's also like, you know, a girl with a knife is just as deadly as any guy. And that's like yes, what I love about the other first movie. Are bad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> knives are terrifying. Yeah, no, like there's no there's nothing you can do. <laughs> like you're gonna you your best case scenario is it gets stuck in your arm bone. Like <laughs> you're sorry. It's fun gruesome Yeah. That is like that is like top you know, top ten Jack Fear is like getting knifed i don't know why it's always new york city like new york city is actually really safe now like that's not a that's not a fair thing but you're uh, still thinking of like warriors 1970s right (laughs) warriors in the 1970s we've read too many comics where people where people like will just decide i'm gonna walk down this dark alleyway and then get i'm not gonna lie though spider-man if i saw somebody at like a warriors get up in a dark alleyway i was like i'm running like oh you going to the club me too Right, right. Now it's just a cool raver person, yeah. <laughs> like, right? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> like, like if like people in warriors costumes like had baseball bats, it's like, where's a baseball game? I didn't know Fenway was over. No, it's, it's yeah, I'm done. Is this from an Sorry. anime? I don't know of. What's it called? <laughs> I haven't seen it. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> that's usually that's usually the worst part. The worst part is like we have an anime show, and I in like people don't like the breadth of anime and what you can cosplay as like you mm-hmm. can go to these conventions and like we watch a lot of shit and I'm still like I don't I get like maybe 75% of this there's like a 25% out of there That's just totally that I'm sure dark. is yeah. yeah it's no, no idea <laughs> anyways uh, more to the point uh, circling back around to this I don't know why I like this movie I don't think it's well constructed I think it's it's back and forth but I do think I agree with you that it it, it it lends itself to a twistier nature. nature. What did you guys think of the inclusion of the third film's Tom Cruise's wife? Her name's escaping me, and I don't care. Julia. Julia. Uh, Played by Michelle Monaghan. Her coming. Yeah. What do you think about her coming back? I mean, as a person who just watched the series, I am glad that they finally addressed that, because it was always in a weird limbo. Because in four, like, they directly address it, because... Jim Renner's like, ah, I'm the reason your wife is dead. And he's like, aha, she's not dead. Look over there. Uh, it's yeah. a good ending to that movie. But then five, they don't even mention her at all. So at all. It's an interesting. It was funny to see like a soft breakup on screen. <laughs> it was like really interesting to see like a, a mutual breakup in a movie where she's like, I'm good. You're good. But this is over. So good luck with your life. Yeah. It was like, huh. this, this is this. All of this has been a metaphor for Katie Holmes. Sorry. Yeah, it's uh, it, it is kind of it is He's kind like, of wait, weird. Michelle Monaghan, you're in your forties. Oh, I need a thirty year old girlfriend. Quick, <laughs> I need someone young. <laughs> oh God, that's horrifying. <laughs> I have to admit, Tom Cruise does look not a day over like twenty five sometimes, and it freaks me out. It's I do not want to know what terrifying secrets scientology experiments <laughs> yeah, have been done to his face he, 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 dude he's he's he level 19 he, he can move he shit right with his mind in, he has like just like the right aliens in his body that, that that they're they're just they're just keeping him young you know that that's that's really all it is that's why he doesn't look it's like it's like the dude's 56 how old does he look 35 that's it yeah but like 35 but it feels like the 56 is like behind it somewhere and like in about to like break out 
like in a weird gross like alien scene <laughs> like it's like ah, oh god there's all my wrinkles you know mm. <laughs> i think you killed cuz the dude is like 20 years older than chris pine and looks like 20 years older than him <laughs> 20 years younger than him yeah crazy. yeah <laughs> yeah chris pine can look old sometimes yeah. I, Chris Pine, Chris Pine is 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 one of these nice male stars that is aging naturally that I'm really glad I get to see in my lifetime because he's a same. He's a handsome man. He's a really handsome man. He's wearing some really weird ass get up, and he still looked handsome in Comic Con. I was like, oh, wait, wait, really? Yeah, I did. You, what was that? That he's was wearing weird. like an all brown suit from like a '70s sci-fi movie. It was weird. Yeah, stuff. like he looked like okay. he was gonna go solve like fucking a detective movie with Shaq. Like it was weird. <laughs> I, mm, I did not know this. I like your better. I like yours better. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I have to make up for my terrible fucking Mission Impossible intro joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, uh, what are you wearing? Sorry, I'm looking it up and just like, like, like yeah. the, 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 uh, the kind of like, uh, pink, like, like light pink, light orange get up with the white shoes. It's what weird. is that? It's weird he he lo- he looks like a fifty-six-year-old gay man. <laughs> That's what. It is. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 looks, he, lo- he looks like a fifty-six-year-old gay man who lives in Tampa, Florida, with his husband uh-huh. of fifteen years. We are getting so much violence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. That's all I got. But anyways, got. in this movie, there's a lot of times I was watching this movie, and I kept thinking like. And this is one thing I wanted to bring up, which is like, what do you do now? And, and right? part of yeah. this is yeah. like, is, like is the this fact that he did injure himself and he, it took eight weeks to come back. And supposedly this might be one of the most expensive like injuries in film history because it delayed the movie for eight weeks and ballooned the budget because they paid the entire cast to wait, just, just wait until he finished. And like, this is why they always were worried about him doing his own stunts because if Tom Cruise gets injured, you can't just replace him with a different stunt man. You gotta fucking wait till he heals, or if he dies, then well, you're really shut out of luck. So, I it, it's not even just like an age thing, and they did so much in this movie, but it's also like that combined with it. It's like I just don't know if like the series can keep doing that. I feel like it has to kind of find a different way, either be more like spycrafty and more masky or. Or have Ethan Hunt be the person, but it's like it's so driven around Cruise. It's such mm-hmm. a rare thing where it's like I could see a Captain America movie where we have someone other than Chris Evans. You know what I mean? And I could see yeah. like a a, a ver- we've obviously replaced Spider Man and like, but it's like that series is just Cruise at this point. There's like, yeah, it's crazy. Like Jeremy Renner leaves, and I'm like, oh right, yeah, he was in these movies, huh? <laughs> Whatever, you know, yeah. like, the one crew, of, the cast, the, the director, is- everyone can leave but Tom Cruise, and it's like, what do you do when he just can't anymore or they won't let him you know i i don't know it's one of those things that you realize why superhero movies have taken over there's probably like a lot of other financial reasons where you can have your movie series based around the concept of a person more than like you know like you kind of parts of the caribbean is sort of screwed at this point because like even though they'll employ well, johnny good, depp all the stuff comparison like amber heard like yeah. yeah yeah you're right it's all this is the same sort of series they're left over from the past like a little bit that's a very good point. Yeah, it's 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 all depth, and you can't really like do it without 
depth right. at this point. Right. Because uh, and, and it's it's one of those things where they really should have bet the farm on, on, on Orlando Bloom for some reason, but they, they wrote that out of the script possibilities. <laughs> and now they're sitting there going, Well shit. <laughs> well, that's why they said five, they tried to get like a new young Orlando Bloom and everyone's like, Whatever. Oh yeah, that's right. They did try yeah. to do that. Oh dude, he's I don't know why. He just annoys me every time he's on screen. That one's really annoying. Uh like he talks to the mermaid and you go, Ugh. Because <laughs> they, they tried it twice because then there's another actor that came back that's Orlando Bloom's son with Keira Knightley in is, the is sixth that, one. Oh, yeah. that's right. Um, God, De- I hate De- that I De- saw Mentano that movie. Tales. And, and, and to get like an actor to, to like come in and be the next Ethan Hunt, like say Ethan Hunt moves to being like a, a Jim Phelps type in the show where like Jim Phelps in the show was like a guy who just gave out the missions and everyone else did the other stuff. So like he was like right, the, the right. architect and like the, the like father figure and stuff. You're also acting and asking an actor to be as insane as Tom Cruise. And, like, there's a, a great interview I saw with Henry Cavill where he's like, yeah, when Tom Cruise is hanging up on that fucking helicopter, I had to be in a helicopter, too, all day. And he was clearly not happy about it. Like, he's like, just because he has to be an insane person hanging out of a helicopter, I got to sit in a helicopter, too, the entire, like, for months on end. You know what I mean? So, like, most yeah. actors don't want to do that. Most actors are yeah. totally fine with the stuntman and the... Thing and not pushing the boundaries and so like you'd have to radically change the series and 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 i don't know i would not be shocked if this is the last one uh and not on purpose yeah. it just kind of never comes together again but well the other the other thing too is it, it it's kind of become a thing where the buzz around what the stunt is this time around is sort of become a thing like I, this is unique to Mission Impossible where it's like totally. what's gonna happen this time like yeah it and it's like is he gonna hang out of like, a plane yeah. yeah it started with four it was like you have to see it in IMAX you have to see Tom Cruise hang out of the tallest building in the world right <laughs> in right. IMAX and then the next one it was like he's gonna fucking literally hang off the side of a plane that's <laughs> taking off it's crazy yeah. he's doing the Jackie Chan stunt which exactly. and that's very true yeah which is also like I always hate when he like imitates Jackie Chan like famous Jackie Chan stunts that Jackie Chan like did like way more dangerously than him like it's one of those <laughs> like Jackie Chan it. literally just like arm strength hung off a plane like Jack- Jackie did a lot of sh- stupid shit no offense Jackie I, I love him but there, there are some real bad- stupid gems in his filmography I know, totally badass but we're all just like what is wrong with you like thank you no but, like, like thank you but stop and I love it. I love it where it's always like stupid shit where he like really got hurt. It's never like the major ones. It's like he like slid down a pole and like broke every bone in his groin. Right. Like, that's, I mean, that's what that's happened here. It was like, like it, <laughs> for Cruz, he basically said the jumping through the building thing where he got injured was like the most boring stunt of the whole movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why. Maybe you just start not paying attention because you're like, I hang off a plane. I could jump across a building. Like you're not like what? focused. Yeah, like like the worst thing of his career is when Jackie fell to stories off like a pole stunt he was doing and it's literally like it looks like one story and he just like hops down and just like doesn't get up and he like broke half the bones in his legs like it, it's like oh Jeez. no it's it's a terrible thing and it's like and he was like yeah i don't know i just i just assumed he was like i just assumed it would be fine <laughs> like the interview is actually like hilarious because he's just like he was like you could tell that he was like surprised himself that he was hurt or capable of being hurt jeez. <laughs> like, oh, which is also the issue now that if you're going to keep doing stunts with a 50 year old man, like this is this this right? this series is untenable a little bit. Yeah, I, like I, I I I'm kind of I don't want Tom Cruise to become like 
the Brett Favre in his own film series. I want like he needs to stop like he, like 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 y'all remember like y'all remember that shit. Brett Favre was like, I'm retiring. I'm retiring. I'm coming back. I'm retiring. I'm coming back. Gets hurt, and everyone was like, please fucking retire. I don't want it to happen with Tom Cruise where he like gets injured and everyone's just like okay no we're not we're, we're just gonna stop production because you will kill yourself yeah well it's also weird to think that like you know here's a person that's doing stupid stunts that carries literally this whole franchise because if he dies like what the fuck do you do with it but this is like you know this is franchise debut you know mission impossible fallout debuts with franchise best at 61.5 million opening that's the other thing it's yeah. it's it's it, the only paramount franchise that's working right now i mean we'll have to see how bumblebee can can get it back for transformers but like every other paramount franchise is failing and so like if you're in a very weird exposition where it's like it's all on one guy <laughs> it's all reliant on tom cruise <laughs> yeah. very much like yeah. it very much and like it, his, it's like also kind of terrifying films. when you have somebody this powerful with who may be a little bit crazy like what does that oh, allow that sure. company to do to keep him on top like no offense to paramount i'm not accusing them of anything but like but but definitely they would like no the man had, a, had a blank check for this franchise for twenty years it's crazy but yeah he's like right absolutely been been calling the shots in almost every way for like two decades and, right. and it's like what at what point does it all fall apart and they thought it did yeah. in Mission Possible three and they're like ah see you know you it's it's too it's too late Cruz it's all over you got to hand it off to Jeremy Renner and then he was like no <laughs> I will not <laughs> mid production and then that movie made a shitload of money and they're like ah god damn it he's right <laughs> like you can't yeah because that's what he wanted to do because Jeremy Renner was the insert take over this franchise guy for a while because they tried to do it with Bourne and they tried to do it yep. with this yeah also yeah. like I, I like and Jeremy both times Renner the stars came back and were like no <laughs> it's mine yeah fuck you Jeremy Renner you can't have this action series for the next twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is hashtag give jeremy renner his action series right no no movie for you you're not even in adventures <laughs> fuck you you can't come back for avengers one you can come back for avengers two maybe if you're, you're not, a, boy, you're, not even gonna be, you're not even gonna be in black widow's movie she's getting her own movie but you're not <laughs> oh my god that's true <laughs> Oh, it's sad we, too that you won't. know there's gonna be some internet troll that's gonna be really upset about Hawkeye not getting his own movie. But it's like, like I, I mean, writer die mean, Hawkeye fans that are. I mean, so sad. I mean, oh, dude, I they were crazy in the Avengers. This I mean, time around, they're like am. our feathered god. I mean, I kind of am, but only, but only in the sense that like I want that I want Marvel Studios to tell us what the fuck happened in Budapest. Don't make that reference and then never show us. This is like Budapest. <laughs> this is totally not like Budapest. What do you mean? Tell me. I don't get. I'm sorry. I just. I do not get that joke. I just. I. 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 I don't. I don't think it was. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't want to see a Hawkeye or a Black Widow movie. I just. I, I will never understand how the Black Widow movie could work. I understand why you want like the first female Avenger to have her own movie series. I. I really get. I really get it. But man, that shit to be good is gonna need to go the Red Sparrow way, and I just, I just don't know how that's gonna work, guys. Yeah. Like, no, no, I don't, no, I don't right. think it's gonna. I don't think she's gonna get her own series. She's not big enough for that. But a movie. Oh, I'll I think she does. I thought it was confirmed. Oh, it's gonna. Oh, it's confirmed. It's gonna be a series. Or at least not one a series, movie. but oh no, movie, no, no, definitely one movie. Oh, no, yeah, one movie for sure. A series, yeah. a series of films. No. Yeah. 
And deb- and and this 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 I I just I I like as a writer or director of that film I like am so sorry to just whoever has to write or direct that like there's just that that's just a series to me that has no win you know because whatever the studio the studio needs to drag that movie back to wherever like is the correct place for like the overall tone of the MCU but like you can't take a spy action thriller movie dark enough to like make it okay I don't know like I guess James Bond isn't that dark really. Like, go more bond be, with it than they, anything. I mean, they, that's part of the problem, I think, for many of us, is that they've been almost too grim dark a little bit. It's like, let's have some fun. Come on. It used to be, like, about guys running over alligators. Like, let's, let's go. Yeah. Let's, let's be <laughs> yeah. silly. <laughs> and that's part of why I do really like the Mission Impossible movies, is they're very much doing the Roger Moore era Bond movies, where the Roger Moore era was, like, super episodic, and it was like Roger Moore would walk into M's office. He's like, mm, 007, there's a guy who wants to blow up the world again. And he's like, but now he's in space. And he's like, okay. And then he goes <laughs> and he goes to space yeah. and he stops the guy and it's all great. And like that's what I like about this movie is he, is he always gets a mission. There's always, oh, someone wants some nuclear or something. Go stop him. And then he goes and he stops him. <laughs> like I'm a very simple man and I just miss those kinds of, of stories. And now it's always like Bond is like, oh, I'm so old. I'm like, you're. You're like 42. You're not old. <laughs> Shut up. Fucking yeah. go shoot somebody. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's a weird transition for Bond because literally the first movie, he's like, brand new Bond. And like, you know, the second Solomon, like, even, you know, Solomon, whatever the fuck it's called. Quantum like, of Solace. Quantum of Solace. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, Quantum of Solace. Sorry. Quantum of Solace. Yeah. Is uh, in that movie, he's like really young Bond, just becoming Bond. And the next one, he's like, I'm too old to be Bond. And I'm like, could we have like a middle ground, guys? Was there like some filler in there? Is there, is there no. also right 100 real quick? <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I really don't. I, I really I like this. I, I like this action series. And I think that's the weird thing about it is because it, it you know, as much as we like claim this series is a whole lot about like how it picks from other series and how it's like this and how it's like that and how it's like this. The thing that I keep sure. coming back to about this series is that like it's very much its own fucking thing and it, there's nothing else really out there like it that's like it and it's just like it's a little bit from the past series and it's a little bit from the future and it's a little bit of all this stuff and it's kind of become this weird thing that I'm always happy to see. And I didn't, I liked, I loved Rogue Nation. I, you know, that opera scene, you know, the, the idea of having, uh, the, the, uh, like an evil IMF is always cool. Cause that's what they're doing. You know, they're doing it more and more. Now I don't know where the fuck they go with it. Cause they had the evil IMF and now they had the evil Ethan Hunt. And now where the fuck do you go? Right, exactly. <laughs> like, Somebody hire John Woo again. <laughs> Get a <laughs> buttload of pigeons. <laughs> like, let's do this. <laughs> Please, I'm yeah, no, I just want more I'm weird director choices. That's what I'd be down yeah. for. Like, I don't know, like a right. Brian and Coogler then, and, and, or someone, you know, like someone with some interesting yeah. thing to go with, or, or like somebody a, that's going to come in and do like a really weird cut sequence or something along those lines with like that. Wes Anderson's Mission Impossible, something weird. <laughs> something really yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> God, I would go see the shit out of that. That sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I guess. To the other point is like, you know, from the there, it's definitely Tom Cruise. And one of the things that I think is, you know, true, it's like, you know, it's Tom Cruise movie vehicle. It's people that have worked with Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise's director. This is his thing. Obviously, it doesn't happen without him. Uh, and I think he's going to keep maybe Christopher, uh, I, I, you know, we'll see what he does. But like, uh, I, I think that like they want to make they're they're setting up. It seems to me that they're setting up to keep the series going. 
and uh, but I have to admit, this has been a this was still a height for me here. It feels like it, and I'm worried that the next one is going to be downhill. Yeah, exactly. It, it's sort of the same feeling I had with the my beloved Furious Seven, where it's like this is probably right. it. It's too much. Yeah, it's too much. <laughs> and then Fate of the Furious, the was, baby. <laughs> I, I I liked it, but I know it's a mess. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. yeah the, the, the baby gunfight on the plane was a little much. Yeah, it's getting yes. to the point where it's like, okay, wrap it up, guys. We we've seen enough. Yeah. Right now, yeah, like everybody can... in the cast is fighting, and nobody likes each other, and it's just like, eh, oh, yeah, it's kind of over. You know what I mean? Like it's well, not over, yeah. over, but it what it was or it what needs it kind of, to, it the needs best to be of parts over. of it is over. Yeah, and I feel like that'll be the same thing where it's like the next film will just maybe have a little less stunts and maybe a little less crazy or something, and you're just gonna be like, uh. and a little more talking. Right, yeah. which is just dumb in that series. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Which is the other thing too is like you know, I guess that's a thing is like, you know, the the bit the problem in Fast and the Furious series is that it jumped the shark so hard that it had nowhere to go, you know, because they're driving cars out of buildings into other buildings. <laughs> like, right, which also is right. Like, one of the stupidest sequences in movie history. Like, what do you what do you do from there? <laughs> or, okay, possibly. yeah, like you can do anything. Clearly, <laughs> these people yeah. can literally do anything. As people <laughs> said, the only thing you can do is go to space. Like, it's the only thing left. <laughs> I mean, and that was the other thing too with the Triple X series, the second Triple X movie. When I saw it, and I, I was, was just like, this, I was again. just over. I was so underwhelmed by how tame that movie was because like, very... like all the other movies had gone to eleven so hard that like right, you're like, like jet ski, jet ski, like on what, <laughs> like like jet skis or jet ski <laughs> motorbikes. Motorbike. They go through waves, and you're like, oh, bored. This is so <laughs> what? That's so unexciting, sir. <laughs> I need to have a hero that is, you know, conflicted, or I need like I mean, him to like. In Furious Seven, he fights Jason Statham, and there's a crack in the like fucking thing, like in the in the concrete building they're fighting on. And Vin Diesel literally goes stomp, and it all like curls down like he's the Hulk. It's insane. Yeah. Oh my god, is that the crowbar fight? Yes, I love the crowbar fight so much. That's amazing. That's like that's such a it's such a brutal fun fight. That is uh, ridiculous. Yeah, which is also they did like a Stallone. I forget what that Stallone movie is where they have like the axe fight, but that's a lot of fun too. Oh, is There's something about axes and crow. Like oh, it's really bad, man. But that fight's oh. fun. <laughs> 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 like really bad movie of cool fight sequence where they're like just going at each other with axes, and it's just like one of those. It's one of those fight scenes where you just like have to turn away a little bit. You're almost like, oh god damn, like, like somebody's gonna get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 like, oh, like, 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 like in this movie, Fallout, when um, when um, when when the when the hook caught uh, Cavill's face. Oh, yeah, that was really me. gory. I called that. I called that happening because because that because when when um when they were in the helicopters and they got they got they got caught in that crack, I was like, this is a very uncharted video game, un- uncharted two moment mm-hmm. where where um where where, 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 Nathan, where, Nathan, where Nathan Drake Nathan Drake is like is like hanging off hang, hanging off a cliff in, in a tra- in a train or whatever or whatever it was, and so and like they gave us like that specific shot of the hook, and I was like. That's gonna come back. That's gonna come back and bite someone. That bites bite someone in the face later, and then literally took Cavill's face off. Yes. 
which was face. Oh. was probably really heartful to the other studio because I was like, goodbye, mustache. Like, oh, I know, right? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. They're like, I wanted, that's how I peeled, that's how Warner Brothers wanted to peel his mustache off. Sorry. <laughs> fun, fun, yeah, I don't know. Dumb joke. I'm back to the beginning, man. I blew all my goodwill on the fucking, sh- like, uh, Shaq <laughs> detective thriller movie joke. <laughs> um, anyways. <laughs> I think we should rate it. You're never going to tell. I agree. I'm, I'm out of, I'm out of gas. I'm out of gas. Peter, what do you give this movie? Uh, I give Mission Impossible Fallout a 7 out of 10. It was a fun movie for me. I really, I really, I really liked the cast. I, for, 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 for as little screen time as, as, as she had, I thought Angela Bassett as Erica Sloan, what she was awesome. She, her, 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 her attitude, her, her attitude and and how she like handled shit was like, was like what I wish Viola Davis was had 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 been allowed to do in Suicide Squad. So sorry, Viola Davis, but in badass director of the uh, badass director of a, a bomb ass team, Angela Bassett, aka Queen Ramonda, she kicks ass. Sorry about it. Um, Henry Cavill just should like just be on screen and not talk and ju- and just punch things. Don't talk. You just sound like a Superman trying to be an asshole. Uh, Clark, you're not a dick. Um, <laughs> Tom Cruise, fun as always. He's 56, but he's still kicking ass, and it's really weird. That man is fitter than I will ever be in my goddamn life. Um, but yeah, oh, 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 oh. Also, just want to point out, Lauren Balf did the music for this film, uh, and and I and I and I, don't, I forget what specific game. I forget what specific video games he's done soundtracks for. I th- want to say it's Assassin's Creed. I think it it's is. Assassin's. It's, Thank it's you. It's Assassin's Creed three at the very least i'm pretty sure thank you yeah at least that when i when i saw his name when i saw his name pop up in in, uh in in kind of the opening sequence i was like i know him yay good music and i was not disappointed so yeah seven out of ten this was a fun movie for me ben you're up next sorry i I just realized lord balf did the score for the greatest movie 2017 uh geostorm so (laughs) (laughs) glad we have a geostorm connection to this man it's back (laughs) sarah 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 if you're listening to this you know (laughs) um so i guess if i would give i'd give rogue nation a nine and then i would give ghost protocol the film before that an 8.5 so by virtue of that i'm giving this an eight uh it is very good. I think these last three are just just excellent action movies. They're all top tier. I know I'll recommend them. Uh, and since they all came out this decade, I'd say probably the most consistent action franchise of the decade. I would probably say. I can't think of anything else. Um, so it, it it obviously this will be our last one of the decade because these take a couple years. So like three fantastic films in a decade. This one. The only reason I'm giving it less is just because I I think I just like different. Uh, I like the series of different things. I guess I kind of just like the mask reveals. I certainly love the stunts, but I kind of like a little bit of a mix of both. And so that's why uh, uh, Five is, is my favorite. That movie is just smooth as butter. I just watched that movie and it's just like editing and framing porn. And I'm like, yeah, mm. yeah. And the only thing that came close, there was one great scene in this where like they're like weaving through poles. Like when he sees the yeah. spy lady and he's like going through all these columns. And I'm just like, mm, framing porn. I love it. Um, but. Uh, but what what it lacks is sort of those that tight script or that really good, uh, uh, a very smooth classical style. It makes up for in just like 
bombast. Like I said, there's so many kinds of stunts. There's so many different varieties. There's so many different flavors. It, it's just so packed in. This is this movie. It's like, why have character development? I could be hanging from something right now. God damn it! You know, like it's just right. Like, it's just like <laughs> pushing it so fucking far. And and it's like the 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 comparisons to Fury Road. I think are are not apt. I don't think it's anywhere near as good as Fury Road, but I get why people are coming from in that, like, it has a similar, like, just non-stop, so many things, so much creativity. Um, um, so it, it, it is a very impressive film, and definitely go see it in IMAX. Also, you get to see the first man teaser, which was much better than I was expecting, so that was that was interesting in IMAX. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. We, we, did, we, did, we did see that teaser. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, so I think it's worth seeing IMAX because actually it was filmed IMAX cameras and there's some very beautiful shots. And uh, I guess I just want it to be a little, now that we've gone this far, maybe we can go back a little more Rogue Nation-y, maybe, you know, compliment where Bond has not gone as well. Or fucking hopefully the Danny Boyle Bond will kind of reach that Rogue Nation style because I need it back. <laughs> um, but uh, but it's still a very impressive film. I just maybe not my cup of tea, but if you go for the stunts and that's what you're in for, then this is the top. Yeah. No question. Yeah. This is why some I, people's favorites, no question, because if that's what you're going to do, you're going to fucking love it. So 8 out of 10 for me, but it's it's a fabulous film. Like, this just yeah. personal taste. And, and I give it an 8 as well. Uh, I think that's exactly right. I'm the, I, I, I like Rogue Nation quite a bit, uh, but I, I don't like it as much as Ben. Uh, I've always thought of these. I, I guess like it's one of those things where I'd go in wanting to just be like a stuntathon, and this was the most stuntathon thing that they've ever done, to my mind. Uh, and uh, I really like it, which is, I think, enough explanation as to why I like this movie. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like a lot of stunts. Well, I see what you like. Uh, I, uh, just to interrupt for a second, I see what you like too, because I think, you may misremember that the first hour of two is so boring, but the last hour of two is ludicrous. Yeah, ludicrous. There is so much crap that happens. It's amazing. To the wall. This is the closest come to that. So I get that. And it's funny to me because two like. It doesn't. It's as soon as he enters the building, and then just from then on, it's like it's just it's insanity. insanity. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, which I, I understand for the time period. I'll I, I like must have watched that film a thousand times, like easily. Like I'm not. That's oh, not an exaggeration. And like I, I've I have watched a special affinity for early two thousands editing and like snap oh, zooms yeah. and and all that stuff. Yeah. And that film really set the template for that. So right. And I think that's I think that's the thing. I think Mission Impossible two, even though it maybe not the most you know well done not well done but most uh popular film i feel like there's a little bit that everyone took from that film that like set the 90s tone for action movies which is which is weird to say like i do think that like there, i know that these people will always point to other films as being like the ones that set the tone but i feel like that movie does and i think it has to do so with <laughs> i think it has to do with some of the style of how that that movie kind of is. Uh, but at the same time, I, I really love mission. I, I do agree that you probably are correct that mission impossible to is a little bit boring and a terrible mystery in the first hour though that I, I you know, I like the opening and then it kind of gets boring for a little while. They're literally just like hanging out at a ranch for a while. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then it's it like goes really trying to be like a romantic. Mo- well, cause it's woo. So he loves his sort of romance and you're like, yeah. And then maybe that's the other thing too. Like I have like a lot, like I have a lot of like, 
you know, killer romance stuff that I'm just like, yeah, it's okay. You know, like it's right. weird. Like it's, it's, I, you, you are correct in your association that I let Wu get away with things that I would not let any other director get away with. I'm like, yeah, he wants a love story. What do you want? Come on. <laughs> let the shooting commence. No one can direct motorcycle action like this man. <laughs> but, but, but then like Cruz comes in with like a million doves and it's all on fire and you're like, oh. <laughs> and he's like spinning. Oh, oh my God, that where, spin. Uh, that scene where like the guy has the fake Tom Cruise mask on and like he shoots the bad guy shoots him thinking it's Tom Cruise and like the music's like it's so overdone it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> that that and uh, I, I guess it is probably more in the realm of like stuff that I watched that was action movie Drock that I love to death and I think that's the thing and maybe that and Demolition Man are like things that like make my brain explode in happiness uh which is also i also probably this movie gets a little bit of a pass at an eight because literally worst movie ever oh fun fact uh pirate six is fucking uh fucking it's fucking citizen kane to mama mia <laughs> there, here we go again <laughs> like, oh my oh, oh just putting that out there <laughs> it's real bad wow. don't go see it <laughs> All right, for everyone here at the Movie Gang Podcast, we give uh, Mission Impossible Fallout a 7.5 out of 10. That's uh, an 8, two 8s, and a 7. Uh, it comes to like 7.6, and I'm bad at rounding. So 7.5 uh, for the Movie Gang Podcast. This has been Peter Dancy. Dun, 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 dun. I, I got nothing really. <laughs> I, I'll, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the under track. I'll I'll go ahead and splice it in. So yeah, you know, just assume it's happening right now. And there's like, dun, 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 dun. oh, I'm really bad at it too. Wow, Jesus. Um, Ben Howard. <laughs> I think the dun dun's good, but I think the trill is what really gets me. Who's here? You know that that trill? Yeah. Like, mm, yep. Yep. Mm, it. Yeah. Delicious. <laughs> listen, to that, listen to that music. <laughs> Yeah, I have to admit that mo- I I've forgotten that the music was a big part of this movie because I feel like it's different than the originals. But when it came on, I was like, ah, <laughs> it really got me. <laughs> it's like now I'm hype. All right, and then you know it's counting down, and then there's a bomb about to explosion. Now it's done. Bye guys. <laughs> I'm gonna edit that a lot. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs>